All right, all right, all right. Probably gonna sound horrible. Anyway. So, episode two. Motherfucking. Last week, we were talking about, uh, Eminem. Um, what I kind of want to talk about today is not Eminem, but... Someone who, um, now I'm not going to lie, at first I did not like them. However, they grew on to me, pause, um, they are second, probably even maybe more, no, I wouldn't say that, probably like, maybe a tie, tied with Eminem on, you know, my biggest influences to rap and shit, but, uh. Um, I'm talking about the one and only, the father to all y'all new niggas now, um, other than like Gucci and, and all them others, but, uh, I'm talking about Lil Motherfucking Wayne, yes, now, um, I've been listening to a lot of the shit he did right before the Carter 3, and some of the shit that was supposed to be on the Carter 3, but got leaked. Um, And I'm listening to it, and I'm like, this is, this is the reason why the Carter 3 was the way it was. And, and by that, I don't even mean the way, I mean, like, how, I mean, everything, everything, you know, fuck it. Because he, what he did with words, and he was the best rapper alive. And you can go back and you and you listen to right before the Carter Three and and some of the Carter Three. He was. I wouldn't even say that was his peak. I would say that was the beginning of his peak, because he had like a fucking what ten fucking year run almost sense and depending on i mean the 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 cash money fucking lawsuit that shit really 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 fuck shit up and um it's very unfortunate because i think that he could have kept the shit going he could have kept the shit going nikki was getting bigger drake was getting bigger to the point where they were their their own you know like almost as big as wayne you know, they did it quicker, but they were going to be the three-headed. You know how back when uh, Dre, M, and 50 were the three-headed monster? These motherfuckers were the three-headed monsters of this, the new, the next, you know, decade. And, like, bro, like, he was coming with that shit. When he was doing the samples... You know, granted, you might, niggas, a lot of the motherfuckers are going to argue, oh, well, Jay had to fucking retire, even though that wasn't really retirement, if you ask me. But anyway, you know, uh, uh, people had to move out the way. And yeah, people did move out the way. But at the same time, I think that we would have lost out. We all would have missed the fuck out on 
on someone who was as great as them if they hadn't, probably, because this, you got, you, I mean, some of the records, uh, Pussy Money Weed, which I kind of, I kind of think that maybe, I'm not too sure on the timing, but around then is when, uh, Drake was uh starting to uh fuck with the camp. Was starting to go with young money. So I don't know. I don't know if he had anything to do with that song, but it kinda seems like the kind of shit that he was doing back then. And I know and I know that there was times where Drake wrote for cause I mean there was a well, I think it was a Vlad interview that uh Superhead was on. Um and she said that Drake had wrote some concept records, you know, as as guides for Wayne because Wayne had trouble kind of doing that, you know, but he was a great writer. But I also remember what was the what was the song? Uh it was Wayne and Drake. I wanna say Ransom. Um, he said, "Me and Jizzy Drake both wrote on Detox, so I know they both fucking write." Okay, they they write even uh, though Drake had some, you know, they they both can write. It's just sometimes you get writer's blog, you get out of the mode, or you're trying to do something that you that's harder to do, like um. When when other people join, uh, when when people do a book with Robert Greene, it's kind of the same way. So anyway, just those records like Pussy Money Weed, um, Ami, Kush, everyone loves Kush. Fucking what else? Um, brand new. Mr. Postman, nigga, Mr. Postman, bro, let's, like, that, all these records that he was doing, La La La, they're fucking, the concepts behind them, I think it would have made the Carter Three even better musically, but we still got we 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 were still able to get all of it anyway because there was great songs on the Carter Three. A lot, of, even a couple I might not fuck with. I'm not even gonna really say because I I don't really remember what they were. I remember the ones I do love. Um, those records, you know. To think that maybe those wouldn't have been on there if then we might not have heard them, and that you know, fuck all that, nigga. Because th- this is when he was in his prime. Like I'm saying, this is the beginning. The the and this is when he wasn't even physically writing. He's like writing it in his head, and this is you know. It's fucking crazy. I remember back, uh, I started to try to do it back in 09. 
to try to write. I would write like four bars, two to four bars in my head, record it, and then keep going like that. And then I would re-record the whole verse once I got it all done. But that's how, and it was, and then I got better at it to where I would do four bars, eight bars, and then uh, I did the whole verse sometimes. But that shit is not that easy, you know, let me tell you that. Not that fucking easy. So, um, when you're able to do that, like, like Jay was, like, uh, Wayne, and a lot of motherfuckers, I think Styles P does it, that shit's fucking hard, now the shit that these new niggas do, the, uh, where they're just freestyle, no, that's not what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the writing in your head, the, like, um, like Biggie did it, they didn't freestyle the shit, they would, they would vibe to the beat. They're writing the shit in their head. The same way that you or or anyone, you know, when you're rapping and you're writing shit on paper. The same way you're going through these bars and you're reciting them. They're doing that in their head. And that shit is not that easy. But once you start practicing, it becomes easier, doo-doo. Um, and sometimes when you're really good, like the way these other cats were, like Wayne and Jay and all of them. When you're that good... Then it is faster than fucking writing it on paper. But you gotta get that good first, so that's the downside to it. But you know, when when you take it that serious then it'll show and it's just better for the culture anyway. Because we don't need any motherfuckers half assing this shit. And I'm sick of these niggas coming in the game half assing this fucking shit, bro. Because like I said, this shit is not just a culture, it's a sport. So if you're not in it to fucking win it or push the shit fucking forward, then get the fuck out, bro. We don't need you. Cause you know who else made money? You know who else came in this game to make money? The wackest motherfucker that you fucking like. All these whack niggas, bro. Like, um, like all the wackest niggas you could think of were in it to make money. When, uh, uh, when. White collar fucking corporations wanted to seem hip to the urban community. What did they do? They got some other motherfucker to start rapping. Why? To make more money. Money. That's what it is. So if you're in it for the money and you have no love for it, get the fuck out. So, and that's what this podcast is about. This is about uh, having a love for something. This culture, hip hop. This is what. This is where I live and I breathe and it's in my fucking blood. And I can't get rid of it. If I needed the blood transfusion, it better be from motherfucking... From from Cool Herc himself. But anyway... Back to this Wayne shit. Um. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Where the Wayne at? Like the fucking money, 
sickle drama, something that you think. Top off, suck a nipple, and I never put a hoe before my bro. Don't be poor, no hoe. And my niggas sell them keys if you can't open your door. Hope you buy from my motherfucking niggas. When it rains and pours, it's dry for me and my fucking niggas. Yeah, I can't open my motherfucking niggas. Like, first, I eyes red from the cush eye blue. White person got my middle finger on the train, and with my little finger to you, niggas, I swear it's fucking all y'all niggas. Except my niggas. Alright, alright, what else? Listen, I feel like dying, nigga. That shit was a fucking classic, bro. This shit, these records, these records are fucking 10 years old. The ones that I'm talking about right now are 10 years old, people. Listen. When motherfuckers talk about classics, they always try to bring longevity into it. Is it going to be listened to 5, 10, 20 years from now? Nigga, this shit, these songs are 20 years old or 10 years old and we're listening to them. I'm listening to them. You, if you listen to this podcast right now and you can hear the shit from the background, I got the TV playing, YouTube. If you can even hear it, I don't even know if y'all can. Um, We listening to it. 10 years. Wayne has been in the game since what, 90, 93 or some shit, a long fucking time ago, so, how old was that, um, it's like what, over 20 years bro, So, I guess it's safe to say that this man right here is definitely a motherfucking legend. Um, and and if there was a, a Mount Rushmore of hip-hop, I don't think there would be just four fucking heads. But I'm going to guarantee you for sure that Wayne definitely has one, his fucking face on that goddamn uh, shit, bro. Because... He he gave us nothing but fucking hits. He was so well rounded with with everything, with the style, with the way he his flow. And then when he and when he hopped on the fucking auto tune and, and and started to do the the melodies and shit, he started that shit, bro. He's the one that made it popular for you motherfucking niggas to start fucking doing that shit, bro. Because. Because when, when Kanye did it and T-Pain did it, the way they did it was different. And it wasn't like, they were more, it sounded more R&B. You know what I'm saying? But when Wayne did it, he didn't, he stretched some words, but it was rapping still. Rapping with autotune. And that's what changed this fucking shit. Because now all y'all niggas, the thugs, the fucking, the Uzis, the y'all, all y'all motherfuckers. Are using auto tune right now because of him. All out when I remember when Wayne had dreads and then Walker came out with dreads too, and then which also helped when Walker came out. That also helped the fucking drill movement because you know that was a baby. Drill was was Walker's style of rap. That was, you know, their baby. So, um, the dreadhead movement. So, but that all came from Wayne because I remember Wayne. A lot of niggas had dreads before, but Wayne made it cool because back in the day he didn't have dreads. He didn't start growing them to like I think right before the Carter. 
So, and then from that journey, uh, all these niggas, you know, we got to see his journey with, uh, what's called it? With his dreads, which, um, it was, uh, he was definitely, definitely an inspiration for me to start my own motherfucking dreads. Um, the tattoos, because he was out before Wiz and Tiger were out, so, because Tiger was signed to fucking win, bro. Anyway, these niggas, what else? The lean. That nigga had the cup for a long motherfucking time. And it almost became a problem. People thought it would be a problem back in 09. Ten years ago. And it ended up being a problem for uh, some people down the line. Um, I wouldn't say it was a direct link to some... Some people it was not a direct link, but it did help um, cause their demise. So, the rest in peace to uh, Mac Miller. Rest in peace to uh, Pimp C. Uh, rest in peace to DJ Screw. And uh, we'll do a moment of silence for them. Anyway, um, so Wayne, if you haven't, there's a, there's a documentary, it's called the Carter Documentary, um, it came out, I want to say 2010, I don't remember, it came out a while ago, but anyway, um, this movie, this movie, it was filmed, like, I believe, six months before the Carter dropped, and then, like, after the Carter, not the Carter, the Carter 3, and they filmed a little bit during, after it dropped, you know, the, uh, they got when, when they, uh, they found out that they did the million in one week, they have that on there, and, uh, that documentary was really, 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 really insightful. Like, it fucking really showed a lot about him. Because it's not one of those... It's not one of those boring documentaries where they do a lot of talking. It, it, they actually filmed... They're filming him while, you know, he's just doing him, being him. And then they might, they'll bring some other people to talk about it. But it was, you know, there's no dramatizations in it. It's actually Wayne. The only thing, like, Wayne, Wayne was, was good with it until, I guess, after they, he saw the final or whatever, and then, uh, uh, I guess, I guess the rumors are that, uh, he had an issue with, um, the way they depicted his addiction, um, to lean and, and all that, you know, so he didn't like that, and then he withdrew his, uh, his support, and it, it says that in the beginning of the movie, too. But, um, it's a good fucking, uh, doc, it's a, the, the Carter documentary, 
Um, it's actually on fucking YouTube if you look it up. I just you just put in Lil Wayne, it should be on the uh, Carter documentary. Um, it's like a like an hour and a half long, so or seven, not even, not even. I think it's like. Yeah, it's an hour and 15 minutes long. It's not even an hour and a half long. But it's a good fucking goddamn movie. You should fucking watch that shit. That, it was another, that was a movie that also, because I already started to like Lil Wayne and his music, because I used to be a Lil Wayne hater. I'm not going to lie. I didn't like him. I didn't understand him. I didn't understand what he was doing. And, you know, because it seemed like he was trying to push it. To the point where he was just saturating the shit, cause you know, and then usually when you when you get quantity, you lose out on quality. But what he was doing was it's practice. That is the practice. Even though you're doing a, you know, you're doing the professional part, it's still practice. So the more he's doing it and doing it and doing it, he is getting better. So then he got those better songs where it might not be. You know, the craziest fucking bars you ever heard. But what they were, were memorable bars. There are lines in these in, in songs that he's done that you could put on anytime, anywhere. And motherfuckers are going to sing to that shit. They're going to sing those words. They're going to, those, um... And I don't even have to mention any right now because I'm having a fucking uh, a blank right now. But you probably already thought of a few right now that he has, you know, little bars here and there that he says. And uh, every time you hear the song, you sing those fucking words. But anyway, um, yeah, this is this is a highly, highly, highly fucking unplanned podcast, I know, I know, I'm sloppy with this shit, uh, uh, but I'm learning, people, I'm learning, so bear with me, um, so, like I said, uh, check out the goddamn documentary, it's a QD3, uh, film, the same niggas that, uh, did the, uh, the beef, the beef movies, beef one, two, and three, uh, they did a lot of good shit, um, but, yeah, what you calls it? Wayne, dude. Um. I just kind of want to watch this shit right now. So, um, what's called it? Like and subscribe. Oh yeah, this nigga. See, I'm saying, bro, this nigga was working hard. This nigga's in the hotel room right now, showing him recording. Swagger like us right now. In the hotel room. I look like Mac Man in the corner, not saying a fucking word. Like a real nigga, bro. When I'm sick of when you recording in a fucking room, when you trying to get this shit working, you recording a goddamn room and your niggas are in there. Shut the fuck up. God damn it. Shut the fuck up. Niggas is trying to get to the money. That's how you get to the money. You ruining the fucking vocals when you fucking talking during the recording process. So when yeah, when your homeboy and he's a rapper and he's rapping, shut the fuck up. Because niggas sometimes can't go to the goddamn studio. Sometimes niggas got a couple hundred bucks and they say, you know what? Let me go get me a goddamn laptop off of Craigslist. Let me go uh torrent this shit, the Pro Tools, and let's fucking get this shit popping, bro.
Give me a mic and let's record. And they gotta do it in the goddamn room. They gotta put blankets up, nigga. So if they gotta do that, shut the fuck up, bro. Be part of the team because that's that's the main struggle for a lot of these niggas out here trying to start because they need a team. They need someone that's down to fucking uh to to not be in the spotlight to get to to go for the same goal. Because when he wins, everybody wins. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the that's the struggle for a lot of new cats trying to get in. They need a team, bro. And that's what switch need. This nigga throw. He. I can see why he didn't want this shit out, bro. This nigga throwing lean in fucking smart water, bro. What? That shit's gotta be bad, bro. You mixing the shit with water, dog. I've never done that. That's probably why he stayed so goddamn skinny, dude. Because all these other cats throwing it in soda and fucking Hennessy and they all getting fat because they just sitting down eating goddamn fucking takeout from Benny Hanna's and shit. And they ain't doing a goddamn thing they recorded, maybe. Or leading the fuck out, smoking fucking ounces of goddamn weed. But anyway, oh, 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 and, uh,. I don't know how the fuck I forgot, but rest in peace to Fredo Santana. Um, that's another dude who had complications from uh, lean, um, and died. Rest in peace to him. Um, anyway, um, so I did not really plan this out. This is a freestyle. Um, but I'm coming with some new shit later. Uh, hopefully later this week I gotta get um some ducks in a row. But I'm working on, like I said, on um, my Snapchat. If you haven't been on there, go follow me on Snapchat, Chewy Vuitton. Uh, what you calls it? I'm working on some interviews. I'm trying to get uh, Perico Papi and Lil Viking interviews. So, um, once I get those things up and recorded, I'll fucking get to edit them. <coughs> I don't want to fucking do uh, videos for them, too. So, that might be a delay for that. But, um, because of scheduling and shit. Um, but... Once you get the handled, I'll let y'all know on Snapchat uh, or Facebook on Choose the Time, so go follow that. Uh, and I'm a, we we working out here, man. We trying to get this shit popping. You hear me? So, um, oh, and uh, before I forget, May thirtieth, fucking that's the day. Um, special shout out to uh, Tulo Viking. And Samley, and happy birthday to his son. Um, what you call it? 
So, happy birthday to him. And uh, we we getting it out here, bro. Motherfucking. And uh, oh, shout out to uh, Vic Studios over there in Golfgate. Uh, go check them out, bro, because that's just the real deal. Um, and uh, it's it's just like a a, a dope ass environment, bro, because you could just go there. You go you go chill with your home homeboys downstairs because you go to the bars down there. You know, you get the feeling, you get the club feeling, the bar feeling. You know, and then you go uh go to Munchies. Get you, get you the lemon pepper wings or the fucking honey barbecue wings that they got there. Those are the most fire fucking thing in the world. You get you a 20 piece for like uh, $20. And then you go upstairs to Vic Studios. And you drop nothing but flames, bro. And there's just something about the, the bar scene and the fucking... And the wings... And and that environment when you go upstairs, bro, you just you just come out with number flames. So. And I should know because I've recorded them before, and I have nothing but flames. I actually got one thing that came out. I did drop, or I leaked it. Really, I didn't really officially put it out. Task Force, that shit. Um, but that shit's on SoundCloud right now, so you can go uh, get that. I don't know if it's available for download. I gotta double check, but if it ain't, I might make it. Um, but I got other, I got uh, like a bunch of other unreleased shit, unfinished shit. I got unreleased shit with uh, with uh, low. Um, and I mean, we just we just been working, bro. We've been working, 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 working. Everybody's been working. Um, so. With that being said, I'm gonna get to my other jobs, um, and try to get that shit popping for y'all. So, um, what you call it? I'm Audi 2000. I'm gonna make like Santa, leave your presents, even though that don't really sound good when it's on a podcast because I'm not really around you. But anyway, fuck it. Like I said, this is a. Uh, this shit's work in progress. We learning, man. We learning. By the hundredth episode, I'm gonna be a motherfucking pro. I'll be a pro already, hopefully. But hopefully it don't take that long. But bear with me, y'all. Anyway, thanks for the love and the support. Fucking smoke champs. Uh and we out here, man. So shout out to the whole 941. Shout out to Perico Papi. Got an interview with him coming. Uh, shout out to Lil Viking. I'm gonna get an interview with him going. And, and, uh, fucking just go hit me on the snap or on, uh, uh, on Facebook and shit. Or on Instagram telling me, uh, what, what artist you want me to, uh, to hit up and fucking to get the shit popping with, man. We need to, you know, we want to hear what the people gotta say. So, just, uh, just, Hit me up, DM me, let me know um, who you want me to fucking uh, uh, pick their brain. You know what I'm saying? Um, and support your local artist, man. Because there's fucking amazing goddamn talent on here and you don't want to miss out. So anyway, Smoke Champs, man. We out.